Jim Joyce. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. You know, I went, I went back and um, I was showing my son. I, I went, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Epic. I knew there was something going on. I didn't know what was happening. Like Eugene was dressed up. (laughs) Well, listen, it was time to get out of the garage, right? So uh, I figured you were trying to impress the ladies. (laughs) And it was such a warm welcome. Uh, It was amazing. So uh, and and we're going to grab a drink afterwards. So that's awesome. A Bartesian. Of yes. course, of course. <laughs> I'll, I'll follow the crowd. I'll follow the crowd. Yeah, well, there's a, if you point, there's a Bartesian, the Bartesian drink maker is from uh, Hamilton Beach. They have a, like a kind of Nescafe style. All right. I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm in. So there, there's the surprise. <laughs> now I'm going to go to where you've taken uh, me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's too funny. Have you been, have you been working out of there? No, I just came uh, for this and actually I have another webinar recording uh, right after that. So uh, let me just put my headphones in. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Too funny, too funny. You're a guest, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I don't know. This is not working, but uh, there we go. Hold on. Awesome. All right, now we're back. So, uh, I mean, what a way to finish off season six out of the Health Beacon. So this will be the Health Beacon takeover by Eugene. Take- Health, Beacon, <laughs> Health Beacon Boston office takeover by Eugene episode. <laughs> so you have no idea. Yeah, huh? yeah. So what did, I had no idea. I had no notion. I'm so caught up in my own self <laughs> no I'm just chasing but, my own but tail. i did i i did warn uh, laura uh and team not to say anything to you so this was going to be a surprise and it worked out so there you go um that's awesome what do you think what do you think of the health speaking team uh fantastic uh, what do you think of the team my, my i said fantastic can you hear me okay yeah Um, no, so they, they, I mean, I've actually been here for a Health Excel event a number of years back, if you remember, right? right. Um, but uh, my younger one, we're visiting a bunch of colleges. So my younger one is here, uh, Shane. So Laura gave a little tour and what the machine does and it was fantastic. So for her, it was she was very impressed as well. So kudos. You impressed a teenager with cool. your technology. It's a good, lo- it's a good location. As well, and, yeah. <laughs> it's a yes. good location there in South Boston. Yeah, no, it's agreed. Vibe, vibey. Vibey, definitely awesome. vibey. Um, yeah, and we, and we haven't done one of these in a while, like recap episodes. Like, I think a couple of seasons. Yeah, no, I know. They're a lot of work. They are. They are. So I hope <laughs> they're, they're a lot of work. They're a lot of work. <laughs> I'm totally ready. I'm totally All right, ready. All right, awesome. <laughs> when have I not been prepared? <laughs> as I scramble, as I scramble. True, true, true. But like, before we go into that, let's do a little, let's do a little check-in on the travels of Eugene here. So you are, you, you've done what? Like what's your, been your movements in the States? Um, honestly, only Boston actually. So I've been in New Jersey and then obviously a bunch of, you know, started to set up meetings in New Jersey and New York. And then uh, this trip is, you know, partially your coach trip, just, you know, meeting a number of individuals, but also uh, with my younger one seeing colleges. So we went to see, you know, North, Northeastern, BC, BU, 
you know, a number of others. So, uh, and then we're back Friday. We're going to just train it back. Actually, it was a great ride. Millen um, from Celerity was uh, right. also driving here. So we drove up on Monday. Uh, that was great. Got to then Monday yeah, night, kind of the, the pharma crew. Yeah, pharma crew. Um, you know, Sven Street and team, Street R. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, Amea. Um, well, uh, yeah. Millen, Sven, it was a small crew, but it was good to get out. Yeah. And is life all back to how's Boston? Is it like, are people out? Are there networking events still kind of quiet? Um, I think it still seems pretty quiet. Uh, but again, I think Mondays were a lot of places are just closed in general, I think. Um, and right. it was a little eerie. Like I was in New York, uh, you know, the week before and, you know, it was like hustle and bustle, right? Like, here it's been a little right. quiet, quieter than I expected, but I think people are not coming into the offices just yet, right? Um, right. So, yeah. And some of the people that I'm meeting, they're like, well, you know, I'm only going to be in the office on a Tuesday, right? Versus like every day, which is right. understandable. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah. Right. But it's, uh, I mean, nonetheless, it's great to, you know, to be out and about. Um, so, yeah. The next, opening next of America. The, the 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 reopening of America, right? Um, yeah, right. I think next right. next week uh, there's going to be some events in New York. Uh, you know, I know with Health Excel, we're planning things actually here in, in October in in, uh, in Boston, right? As well, so, uh, right. so lots of stuff happening. Lots of stuff happening. Awesome, but, awesome. Uh, so yeah, and and then um, and I know I'm sorry, I'm interviewing you here, but your coach. So your coach is is what's the what's the game plan right now? What are you publicly disclosing and the progress? I, um, I was thinking that we should do it like a total your coach episode. That's what in my head. <laughs> that that's the next webinar that I'm recording. Um, yeah, we're, we're actually okay. going to be recording a webinar uh, with uh, Dr. Sandy from Functional Medicine Health Coaching Institute, uh, talking about exactly what is really health coaching, right? So. Right. Uh, maybe stay tuned. We're going to actually uh, record that today. We're, you know, we're throwing that webinar up and it's actually targeted towards individuals and small employers. What does health coaching mean to you? Because uh, as Maureen and I joke around, if we just had a penny every time it says, well, health coaching is like a fitness instructor, right? Well, it's not, right? right. Um, so where, where we're at, we're, we're finally starting with some early adopters uh, in a couple of weeks on kind of the small and medium-sized businesses and, and employers, um, just sort of fine-tuning some of the onboarding stuff. Um, and I think part of this is it's a highly personalized health and wellness coaching service, uh, and it's personalized to you as an individual, right? Uh, it's yeah. not a cookie-cutter approach uh, because everybody has... It, I mean, it's actually fascinating, right? Like this week I'm traveling and my whole schedule is off and I kind of like, um, you know, yes, Marina is my coach, but it's very different, right? When your husband and wife and your coach, then, uh, then you're, you're an actual health coach uh, that you're paying for, that you're really accountable for across, you know, for a different reason than because she's my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're getting cranking. Um, we got, it's crazy, like almost 2000 coaches on the platform now. It just, you Amazing. know, so we're very, very much uh, focused on kind of that supply side and validation, verification of, of those coaches and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank, thanks. We should do a your coach. Uh, yeah, no, I'd love to do it. Cause I also, I'm, I, I am fascinated by it. And like, I'm so interested to watch you kind of, you and Marina build out the company, but like the um, being a health coach, 
like must be so rewarding, right? Like that must be, you know, talk about giving someone something like, you know, it must be like, I don't know, is it a stressful job? But it would, it seemed like it would be, have a lot of reward. Yeah. So I, I think it's, it's kind of interesting, right? As we're exploring, like, um, you know, it is, it, it is, and, and I, and I'm not a coach, right? I've taken a nine months, uh, you are sorry, right. A nine, nine, nine week. Um, well, right. you know, so this is the interesting part, right? And that's actually what's happening with health coaching. I kind of joke around. It's been like cuckoo voodoo, right? I mean, you do something for yourself and then you say you're a coach, which is right. fantastic. And that works and it works for others. Uh, in right. order for you to be recommended as a coach to our employer base, you would have to go through a number of qualifications and verifications through your coach. So right. um, it is a rewarding job. I think it's also very taxing, right? Um, it is a lot of empathy. It's a lot of asking questions and leading you as an individual uh, because deep inside, you know what you need to get done, right? So how do you really extract it? And I kind of joke around that it's a little bit of this like non-clinical psychotherapy, right? Right. Um, right. And, and that's the key, right? Health coaches are, it's a non-clinical service, right? Um, now, doctors can become health coaches and get their national board certifications. Nurses can do the same. We have a lot of nurses on the platform that became health right. coaches. Fitness instructors as well, right? Because they're also realizing it's not just about, uh, you know, um, the exercise. It's actually, how do you actually help establish what that individual goals are? How do you keep them motivated? And the, and, and the intrinsic motivation is within you, right? It's within that individual. How do you expose it, and et cetera? So, uh, but we, you know, in, in talking to a lot of sort of digital therapeutic companies, um, you know, that are also surrounding themselves with health coaches, um, you know, when a typical, it's a 40 hour week, right? As an employee, uh, when you cannot do coaching 40 hours a week nonstop. It's yeah, not a no. production kind of work, right? I mean, it does right. take energy out of you, right? Um, so that's, um, I, I like this, like five minute your coach uh, <laughs> right. and educating. I, I was always fascinated by that with like, uh, with clinicians, like I always kind of like, I always thought I would have been a, yeah, beside not being qualified in it, but as a poor clinician, because they have to kind of see so many people like they have to take on the whole world's problems, you know, so like 50 patients coming through during the course of a day, I give you 10 minutes each, some admin yep. time. And, and, you know, it's like, it's like, boom, 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 you know, whereas the patients are coming in and for them, it's, you know, they might've given up their whole day, you know, they might yep. be hearing really tough news. And, and you got eight minutes. You got eight minutes, right? Whereas the health coach feels a little bit more like, it's almost like the, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe it isn't, maybe it's kind of traumatic, but I was thought it's kind of like a quite motivational, like you might get energy from it. I mean, it, it is. And actually, I mean, quite a lot of uh, physician practices are starting to leverage health coaches because to your point, you spend eight to 10 minutes right inside. And so it's everything from, again, helping that individual and patient to understand and reach their goals, not only clinical, right? Because a lot of that drives and it's all together, right? You're the holistic right. you. And so health coaches are starting to take a lot of that burden and they can spend not eight minutes, but, you know, up to full 45 minutes to an hour. Right? Um, right. And not once every three months, or if you're chronic disease once a month, uh, maybe a week, right? Every week you spend yeah. an hour. So, yeah. Well, so I, can't wait. I can't wait till we get the product, you know, it's when you get the, the kind of yes, medium sized right. business product ready, you know, cause I think a few of our, like, I think of the employees coming back into the workplace now moving around, yes. you know, thinking about yes. how do we re-engineer re 
the offices, re-energize people towards, yep. you know, the task of coming in and there's a lot going through people's heads right now. So I feel like, like yep. doing health coaching, you know, like having health coaching as kind of a business benefit um, just makes tons of sense right now. And I think people, it's out there, but it's not out there kind of is my feeling. Like, you know. Agreed. I think everybody's talking about it. Don't really understand exactly and, and what it does and, and, and what the benefit is. And so, I mean, that's actually pretty interesting that right after this, we're recording exactly that as a webinar. So stay tuned. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Okay. So we go into the, we go into like, yeah, let's list out like, so this is a season recap. So we did, there's a little bit of your coach and a little bit of a season recap here. Love, love uh, it. A little bit of health weekend. We're in the health weekend office in Boston. That's right. <laughs> love it. Love so, it. so, so, so let's talk, you know, let's, one, we'll, we'll kind of attempt to list out the guests and kind of like get some salient points about them. You know, I'm finding right now that like, it's just like, like I'm doing all kinds of problem solving from this podcast. Like I'm like, oh, that's like what, you know, sorry. Um, that, <laughs> like too many things coming up. Like, uh, the, you know, like, oh, that's what, um, you know, Frederick, you know, uh, who is it? Uh, Frederick said, yeah, we about, Frederick said yeah. yeah, you know, this is what Frederick said, or this was a clinician that, you know, that came on that satisfied this way. And I'm not, I'm actually, I, I mean, you probably have a better brain than I do. I'm having, I, I'm struggling to compartmentalize, you know, we've done so many of these. Cause how many, how many interviews have we done now or kind of sessions? I think we have uploaded like 66 or 67 episodes. <laughs> that includes like just us as well. Right. Uh, et cetera. But, I mean, that, that is a lot, right. Um, right. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Like started as a complete joke and turned into <laughs> a whole career. You know, we, we have sponsors now that, you know, Dan Kendall is, is, is now injecting into our podcast. So we don't have to repeat the whole thing today, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like, we're it, accidental podcasters here. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And I'm, okay. uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking through, um, you know, how, how we, you know, do we end this, do we not, but we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. So we definitely do in season seven, right? We're still on for season, yep, seven. season seven. Season seven, I think that was starting to, we might start to run our, our course there at that stage. I don't know what lucky, you think. Lucky sevens? I don't know. Maybe uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to time it for the, uh, the October event in Dublin, I think. Our our, yeah, season, yeah. our 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 show finale. I don't know. So anyway, okay, so heard, um, we've got the list. Yeah, here. so I have I have the list. I can take us through the list. Uh, awesome. And uh, the one thing I realized because we're always kind of like you know we're so American centric, including Americans in Europe. So what I what I got out of this fifty percent of us uh, of our of our episodes this season was about uh, from Euro Europeans. So we we mixed it up this time around. So, so we'll, not just we'll point, exactly, exactly. We did start with um, with an American, so Sridhar Iyengar. Yeah. For full disclosure, he's also an investor in your coach and a good friend. Okay. Great, full disclosure. Great guy. Full disclosure, I consider him a good friend as well. Like, hopefully, he's <laughs> the same. So hopefully, he's nodding his head right now. That's right. <laughs> so, so Sridhar, I mean, first of all, is an amazing contributor to the whole digital health tech system and ecosystem and actually one of the, the kindest guys right like you feel like like you just a guy you meet him and he, he wants good people to win right yep. like it just yep. that's how I feel like every time I talk to him it's just like hey you know it's just very real 
like, I, I don't know how he's not overrun with people looking to kind of spend time with him, you know, constantly. I, I think he's, he's very humble. Right. Um, I think that's, that's the other aspect of it. Um, you know, obviously smart as heck, right. I mean, him and Sunny Wu, I mean, right. I, I think we even talked about it on the show that it was one of the first, I put it in codes, digital health devices. Cause I, I don't even know what digital health means these days. Right. But, but let's, let's right. chalk it off to that. Um, you know, I think on that episode, we talked quite, quite a lot about his transition, right? Uh, when you're a CTO of a company uh, and coming from more of a, a scientific engineering mind and now stepping into the CEO role and what does that take and how does that transition? So um, I thought right. that's always a fascinating journey, right? For any individual, any entrepreneur to switch paths uh, across right. the career. Yeah. And the way he unpacks it and thinks about it, you know, it's like, it's a very, it's a very kind of almost like scientific approach to the, the process. He, he said something during the, um, that, that stuck with me, which was, he says, you always want to be selling infrastructure, but people don't buy infrastructure. So you have to turn the infrastructure into a product. And I thought that was like absolutely fascinating. He got that advice from like, um, who was the guy that was in with Steve Jobs, you know, the, your man, um, <laughs> my memory will fail me. My memory, my memory is horrible but, too. Don't don't put me in a spot like that. When, no. With the guy that was the CEO of uh, of Apple, um, he, he talked about like you know you don't you don't you know you don't you don't buy. Sully. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I have my my brain is a few years younger than yours, so I still <laughs> I still got it. Just a few. But that that was genius. That was genius in my mind. The idea, like you you know. Yep. You, you, you have to sell a product and then turn it into infrastructure, you know, long-term yep. and it stays with it. So there, so I thought that was Agreed. good. And we'll one, maybe one other thing on this, uh, and I, it's funny because like, I always joke around with Marina. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go for like a five minute walk. She's like, well, is it really worth it? Like do a longer one. I'm like, well, five minutes is better than nothing. Right. And she kind of laughs. And, and Sridhar's comment was on the data side, you know, some data is better than no data. Right. And so <clears throat> brilliant. Brilliant, because he's right, you know, like a lot of our, you know, there's this like idea of this like perfect data, and then the traditional system wants to discount it, or it's not a randomized mm -hmm. control setting or clinical setting, we're saying, hang on a second, like, how do we take signals out of the data that's available yep. to us, and some data is better than no data, which is, uh, you have to believe it's true, right, you have to believe it's exactly. true. Um, um, I love it. All right, so episode, should we move on? Uh, episode no, no. two. We, we had Jonah Comstock, uh, I think, was it our first journal? No, we, we had Mimi. We had Mimi uh, as a journalist, remember, from Sifted, Mimi Billings. Right. But, yeah. uh, we had Mimi Billings for part of Financial Times, which was the, um, or her, her blog is. Yes, yeah, it's uh, Sifted EU, which is yeah. part of Financial Times. But uh, yeah, I mean, jo Jonah brings his wisdom, right? I, I think we talked a bit about some valuations does not actually mean anything at the end of the day, right? Um, yeah. Which I think also was a theme kind of across our, you know, if I look at the name, like we did talk quite a bit about everything from SPACs to virtual care to value, right? Right, um, right. Yeah, what struck me with Jonah was he said, um, and he was talking about that when you look at, you know, he's kind of giving almost like the whole, like, you know, history of digital health tools and following him as a journalist. And he talked about how that largely the whether a digital health tool was effective or not enough mm -hmm. all relied you know was almost like 80 percent whether the implementation was done well you know whether it was executed well yep. which is fascinating because it's it's not like a medicine that you take it in your body processes it it's like 
the tool has yeah. to be introduced to people, explained, understood. The tech has to work. And, and, um, and the other aspect, which is uh, luckily was in our notes, uh, I think you said something like 1 million point solutions for one million conditions, right? And, and this is back right. to a little bit of the, of the holistic health coaching concept also, right? But because as a human being, you just cannot handle 27 different tools for too, for too many different things. And so we're starting right. to see the consolidation, right? Um, into productized platforms or infrastructure, Right back to this. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go back and listen to that podcast again because he was like, he was just like, he was just knocking stuff out, like, you know, time, you know, like it was just tons of wisdom. And like an anthropologist of digital health tech or something. (laughs) It was kind of like, well, he, I think he learned with the best, right? Brian Dolan was his, uh, you know, Moby Health News. He joined Brian, I think. uh, So probably, you know, and then he he stuck around while Brian moved on. So yeah, and, and he has in common with Sridhar, just like seemed like a very nice, genuine guy that like wants the space to win. Like you know, um, you know. Um, what one quick thing on that, just to maybe close off. I I liked how we asked him about you know. So what what's the secret to pitching to journalists? And his comment was, well, you know, journalists are people too, right? So at the end of the day, it's right. about building those relationships, just like with anybody else. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cool. So we, then we hop over to our dear friend in Europe, right? In Vienna, Frederick de Bon, you know, serial yeah. entrepreneur, bring a building fintech, insure tech, health tech business, right? They're doing pretty well. I see they're pumping quite a lot of stuff out there now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He blew me away. Like I thought, I, I mean, first of all, he was the first person that mixed a gin and tonic during our episode. He actually went and made a drink <laughs> during the episode. That's right. That's right. We shamed him. <laughs> we shamed him. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I, for me, like he said something which was like, you know, he was talking about partnerships, you know, that like all these like digital health, you know, tech companies or pharma partnerships. He's like, He's like, they, their primary goal is to kill trees from the contracts that are signed associated with the partnerships. So he was kind of, so he was learning how so many of these partnerships, you know, sound great, but end up in yep. nothing. And if you can control, you know, more of the system, right? Like, um, you know, that was, I thought that was fascinating. You know, it, you know, in his last company, you know, the, the company before, you know, uh, the My Sugar, you know, talking about, you know, having people like him as a diabetic and, you know, the fact that people like actually put tattoos of the product of his last company onto it. That, that was, I, I remember, what, and I think we talked about this in the show, but like, I remember his speech, I think it was at Arctic 15, um, uh, and, and he presented this one slide of the tattoos and I'm like, holy crap. I mean, talk about love for that product, right? right. Um, that, that's yeah. pretty amazing. I, I think um, you, you need to ask your uh, patients on Health Beacon to do the little Health Beacon tattoo or <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> um, and then he talked uh, Min Sung's advice of seven deadly sins, but you'll have to watch the, uh, the episode if you're listening to this for what yeah. that is. So that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, I, uh, I, totally, I totally use that. You know, I'm, I'm using, I use that today to do that advice, you know, talking about like, hey, let's not overestimate let's not overestimate what people are willing to do here. Like we need to make mm-hmm. this easy for people, you know? Yep, cool. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Chris Hogg. Uh, Chris Hogg. Um, I think this is where I, he's just such an uh, avid, first of all, like reads every S1 and I just follow him instead of reading it myself. Right. So right. <laughs> for, for the right. IPOs, um, 
I mean, he's the one of the OGs, right? From the kind of quantified self days. And I loved his, uh, you know, we, we sort of rewound all the way back around, I'll say the movement from that quantified self with uh, help to O. Right. And it's like the evolution of, okay, well, great. There's great technology, but then what the hell is the problem we're trying to solve? And yes, indeed, many cases that tech push does work because the tech finds yeah. the problem that's been there, but just not exposed. And then the next evolution now he talked about is from you know tech problem now really to value, which has been a lot of our discussions in digital health and valuations and what does that really mean, right? Um, yeah. um, and then what else? One of the other pieces that I think we talked about and that was a key takeaway is you know if you rewind back a decade, you had to build everything from scratch, right? If you were starting a health tech right. business. Now it's like the Lego pieces, right? Like you can, you can take pieces of different infrastructure services and bundle right. things together into a novel health service, right? Which is pretty yeah. amazing, um, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I thought, I thought what blew me away with him was like, again, huge brain. Um, you know, he did like you and like myself, like pharma to entrepreneurism, you know, transition. I, I thought that was... The way he described, um, you know, how he was able to kind of like almost like teach, you know, help propeller understand how to talk to like pharmaceutical companies. Like he just articulated it in a very elegant way. And then this also this idea that when he talked about when he they spent all kinds of money trying to get the first patient from a Facebook ad to acquire the propeller product and actually yep. set it up and successfully, you know, kind of use the technology. And that kind of whole consumer, you know, acquisition of digital tech to successfully using it. Yep. Kind of, I almost felt like I was, it, I was with them as he was describing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's cool. Well, and especially now that the Health Beacon has a, 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 a DTC partner, right? So that kind of you know, wheels are turning. Wheels, <laughs> wheels are turning. <laughs> exactly. Um, Keith Grimes, I forgot what he used, uh, but something like some G's, like he said, you know, he's a GP, giant, something like, he called him four G's or something. Oh, gamer, right? Um, <laughs> smart dude, yeah. I mean, ba Babylon is, uh, you know, is, is his workplace, right? He talks about AI, but then still, you know, humans are still needed and involved. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he, he seemed like it just, you know, fascinating. Actually, I remember him talking specifically about how he was using, like, like he was talking about treating someone with sleep problems and not, you know, and by, you know, managing them a certain way that they avoided going on medications that they would have needed to. And by the, you know, the, yep. the, the monitoring or something by having real-time monitoring and seeing that someone actually was sleeping, he was able to, as a GP, handle them better. And then now he's in, you know, as a medic, you know, inside Babylon, you know, doing phenomenal. But that just stuck but, with me. Yeah. And, uh, and I think this is where, where when I first met him, we talked about because I was wearing that basis watch, which was a startup health portfolio company backpack, you know, in I think their early uh, cohort. Um, so that that's how we met. And that's what like impressed me about his, you know, how to leverage some of these technologies in a daily practice. Right. That's the thing. To me, Keith was like a, a doer, not just a talker on stage all the time, right? Which many people do. Right. It's like, okay, how do you get <laughs> shit done? Um, so, um, awesome. yeah, see, weird. And, and, and Keith is uh, from UK, right? So not European Union anymore, but in, you know, that right. side of the pond. 
nonetheless. You're probably a little bit, maybe a little depressed this week with their narrow, almost narrow victory. Yeah, yeah. For them. But, 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 oh yeah, we, we didn't even celebrate it on the show. Congrats to yeah, Emmy. Yeah. I, was, I was getting all kinds of WhatsApp messages with videos of, you know, uh, you know, shout out to all the Italian friends. Yeah, yeah, she's delighted. And we watched, I mean, just it was awesome we, because we were in Italy you know, watching it. That's you know, right. Watch both That's games right. In it. Like it was magic. It was magic, you know, but awesome. I don't want to, we don't want to have Keith's session be too much about the Italians winning. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. We can do a whole session on Italians. I love it. Um, but let's move on to Germany. Uh, Lena Venner, yeah. right? So she's with first minute, um, a brilliant, yeah. brilliant woman. Um, and I, you know, I like how you kind of put her in a spot, like, you know, build or being a VC. Right. And like, you know, I'm, I'm best at what I do here. Right. Um, that was right. A fantastic answer. Cause you know, I, I think some people try to pretend, right. And say, well, you know, I yeah. guess I want to get back to something or whatever, like no BS. Like this is, this is yeah. what she excels. Right. Yeah, the style, the style, you know, you could, you could see why you'd appreciate her as a kind of a seed or early stage investor. The style was very intelligent, kind of empathetic. I, but her advice was the best, which I asked her, I said, you know, what advice would you give to an entrepreneur in a village outside of Sweden? She said, you know, move to Sweden. Move out. <laughs> move yeah. Sweden. <laughs> move, 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 yep, exactly. Move to Stockholm, right? Yeah, I mean, it was like the move to it. Stockholm. Yep. Yep, yeah, exactly. That was brilliant. I mean, it was just so, you know, like it just is stuck with me. It's like you, you live in a village outside of Stockholm and you're an entrepreneur. You know, she, what, yep. what advice? Move to Stockholm. <laughs> Beautiful. Dude, you know what? What I and I think I sort of planted the seed, but then the old three of us kind of came up with the four T's. And I've been actually using this left and right now. Right. Like to me, that framework of like startup assessment. Right. So the four T's of team, TAM tech and traction i think lena's contribution was the traction it was like boom like Love that. that that yeah. was uh which makes sense right all those components together at different stages um right. the value um cool uh well now maybe move on to your rock star that was a fascinating <laughs> discussion with Keisha, right yeah she was awesome she kind of jumped on she's you know always high energy um, you know, I thought, you know, she was walking through, you know, kind of interesting perspective on, you know, taking the, you know, thinking about it because she had worked with a lot of asthma companies in the pharmaceutical industry. And we talked about joining digital health as a board member and, you know, what, you know, what do you see her yep. role and, and, and what's going on? So, you know, really great perspective, high energy. Yeah. I don't know. My takeaway, obviously I know her quite well is like, it's like just having enthusiasm, energy, plus expertise at the board level. And, you know, and obviously diversity of thinking, right? Like that was uh, yep. like just yep. essential. Yep. Yeah. No, nothing more to add aside from us spending probably more than half of it talking about pharma and budgets and, you know, how is decision making for innovation done, which, you know, I can go on forever for it. But uh, yeah, 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 you yeah, had to, yeah. I think you had to stop me at some point. Um, we hop over to somebody who I reconnected with after many years, uh, who is Great. also just like Meg Fitzgerald at the time was also responsible for my, as I joked around my European, start of my European vacation 10 years ago. So Glenn Stetton, chief innovation officer at Evernorth. Um, yeah, massive I, role, massive role seemed like a very down to earth guy, you know, very, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I loved, and I, I promised I would do this and I haven't done it yet, but I loved when I asked him 
you know, I said to him, like, what was it like to work with Eugene 10 years ago? And his, his, <laughs> his response was, you know, you know, high energy, anything was possible, you know? So I thought that was a great, that, that's what stuck out of my head. It's like, you know, even him as a leader, recognizing that, right? Like, it's kind of like, yeah. that's not, not everyone's like that. I was, right? I was sweating know? it a little bit. I was sweating it a little bit. What is he going to answer? <laughs> Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I, you know, your, your famous question, right, of, you know, some different scenarios and you asked them about the, the startup, like I thought it was good, right? Because, again, if you try and like be in the flow and right. what he meant is, yes, in the flow, but in the flow of the healthcare system, right? Like, because people will not do something out of the flow, right? Um, right. Um, and then I always, I, and I've heard him say this before, it's like, you're not your disease, right? And it's not just him, but like, I, I think he stressed that throughout the discussion as well, um, which is yeah. where kind of your coach was some sort of born as well, right? With Marina, it's like, you know, she wasn't defined by, by cancer, right? It was a small slice of her part of life. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of, uh, yeah, that was, that was a good solid, he's a sharp guy, obviously. Sharp right? guy uh, thinking about managing a big system. You know what I mean? Like we kind of could, we could have tugged in for that, but I found him very kind of like, I could have sat there and listened to him for, you know, for yeah. hours or methodical thinker, clear thinker. Okay. Where are um, we now? We're going to Edward Cliphouse, uh, who announced his new gig. I wonder, it's now a couple of weeks in, right? Two weeks in. I wonder how that's going. I haven't checked in with him. Yeah. But uh, he was a, he was just joining Sofinova uh, Ventures. Yeah. Still, still a bit stealth on, uh, but I think we can all hypothesize what he'll be doing there, but uh, still right. not announced. My yeah. biggest surprise with that discussion, as he joked around, that he was sort of, uh, you know, in, in, got Tamed. lost and re detained in Azerbaijan. Um, so that's a story <laughs> that you, you're you going to have to watch the full episode to uh, to listen to. Yeah. And of course, we talked, you know, quite a bit. Um, actually, we talked about conferences and they're, they're back. I know he's uh, uh, yeah. extending an invite to one in Dubai for me. I forget the name of it, but... Uh, uh, you know, we talked about Health Excel, HLTH, so some of that SPACs right. and the value again came up, right? Value versus val right. you know, valuation. Yeah, um, I, I love the I, I, I love the debate that we had. I actually thought it was a good three-way debate about the whole paratherapeutics and valuation, the cynics versus the optimists or versus the, you know, the believers. Yeah. Um, like for me, that was really interesting. I, I thought, you know, in the, in the fact that he's been in this from the beginning, yeah, and, and you know, like, I just want one quick comment on all of this, right? Because I, I think you can be either a, a really, like, bullish on this or bearish on this. And I think, you know, Pear is occupying so much of the discussions now, probably around the valuation right. versus the, the clinical value that's been studied. And, right. you know, I, I, I think... Let, let's face it, they're really the first ones that are doing this. And there's people that are uncomfortable with all of this, right? And cannot maybe see beyond what it is today. Um, and, you know, we'll, I think the market will show and the team will show, you know, if it's right. doable or not. And if it's, they're going to grow into their valuation or it's going to crash and burn. I mean, let's, let's see. But I, I just wouldn't yeah. discount it as many people have, right? hundred percent. No, I'm a, I'm a bull. I mean, you know, I don't know all the insides of, you know, all yeah, situations yeah. circumstances, but like, you know, they're leaders, right. They're leaders in the space. They're obviously excellent communicators, you know, but what they're trying to do, I took it like, you know, like I said, I think I said it on the show was like, you know, if you gave a government and you said, 
if you gave them a half a billion dollars to a government managing a 10 million person population and said, you know, digitize and put software wraparounds, uh, mm -hmm. you know, around your medicines, you know, people wouldn't think twice about spending that kind of money, you know, um, if they could to show the, because we all know. So, so they're fundamentally right. You know, like the, their thesis is right. And it's just question of like their timing, right? Like, you know, what's the timing, you know, can they build the organization that can execute it? Right? And, and can they fill that, you know, Genentech like software pipeline, right? Is right. it, is it, is it really doable, right? And that's their hypothesis. Um, and yeah. they'll either execute beyond, and again, back to kind of grow into the valuation or we'll see otherwise, right? And I mean, yeah. that's that's the stock market game. Some people lose, some people win. Um, yeah. No, and then, um, uh, so we, I'm trying to think uh, if there's any big uh, gotchas out of Edward. Uh, there's always so much coming out of his brain, right? He's just a brilliant yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. But um, we did hop over and heard a joke from a German, Eckhard Weber. <laughs> that's always that's always fantastic. And it wasn't you, Jim, telling the joke. Uh, you can have to watch the episode to actually hear it, people. Um, yeah. I, I like their. I know they've been sort of pushing this quite a bit, but it makes sense. The the Wipros, Vpros, the virtual. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it stands for. It's, Interesting. It's, uh, you know the virtual care yeah. model, right? Uh, micro provider. Integrated right? management. Virtual integrated right, right. micro providers, right? Um, and it's back to these, you know, right. companies and right. startups, very sort of niche and focused virtual health services. Right. How do you pull this together uh, in all of this? So, you know, like, yeah, having if you add the telehealth plus, like, you know, a skin, you know, diagnostic, digital diagnostic, then yep. you have the full service and, and you can seek yep. reimbursement for it. And you might get, you know, you might get through telehealth you know, plus the innovation on the other side. I thought that was fascinating. That definitely stirred my thinking in terms of thinking yeah. about, you know, my own business. I, I thought also was, you know, I asked, actually, we brought up Diga a couple of times during our series this year, this season. And, you know, yeah. we brought it up yeah. with Frederick. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we brought it up with uh, Eckerd, who was kind of in some ways bullish on one side, you know, wanted to support it. But, you know, but I asked him the question, I said, would, would the financiers actually value a, D, a successful Diga application? And the, and the answer is probably not yet, you know, yep. not yet, yep. you know, um, yep. like it's, it's a piece of the puzzle, but you're not going to get a credit. You're not going to get a lot of credit just for that because distribution is not figured out. Exactly. And I think that will also depend on which phase you're investing in, right. As a VC, right. So if you're, if you're a series B and growth VC, you're not going to assign value right today. If you maybe earlier on, that's a benefit. Uh, so I think that also depends. Yeah, it might be a validation of your tech that it works so you can get through. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. Yeah, and across, I actually kind of looked, you know, through the notes. So we, we, we did talk quite a lot about sort of these models and virtual care. Bipros, to your point, Diga came up a number of times through this whole thing, through the last, I guess, two months now. SPACs and valuations. Can you hear me okay? You're like, uh, yeah? Yep, I can. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, SPACs and valuations, because I think we've seen, you know, in those two months that that we've been doing season six, right, uh, just insane amount of deals, right, um, that that are growing. Uh, and some great, I, I actually liked, and maybe that's sort of like my my last comment on all of this, um, I like how Edward, and, and then actually Eckhart also turned it on us, like with lots of questions. And Edward was asking us, 
so what are you seeing the themes by the famous Jim Joyce question? So I, I really do want us to spend some time, you and I, um, to kind of parse through back. that. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like there's so many things. I, I've been thinking a lot about this in general, like going back and thinking about asking people that question and how they responded to it. Um, definitely getting, you know, uh, you know, the Jim Joyce is all in the series. Jim Joyce, Jim Joyce, <laughs> the time time capsule, time lapse. <laughs> oh my god, that would be hilarious! But at the same time, probably so freaking annoying. Like, if you hear two minutes of that straight yeah. up. <laughs> that, I, think that, that, I think that speaks to my brand. <laughs> my brand. <laughs> Love it. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, season man. Six. That's crazy, right? Um, that's, that's insane. Uh, just different places, in. different things happening. Um, yeah, exciting. I'm excited for what season seven will bring us. Yeah, I know, I know. But I think season seven, then we we kind of bring this whole thing to bed, right? Like we kind of we bring it home. I think. I think so. I'm, I was trying to count it. We may need to dip into season eight, depending right. if we're going to actually do this in October, um, or we just. I mean, it's our own show. We can just keep the season seven going by the number of episodes, right? Not ten. So. Right. It's all that's, up true, to that's true. That's true. It could be season and seven our forever. Sponsors. And our sponsors now. <laughs> It'd be season seven forever. Yeah, we definitely have to do like, we have to try to do like an in-person, you know, we have to do an in-person maybe when you're in Dublin or we do it in Boston, we'll do an in-person uh, shot of digital health. Absolutely, the... man. Awesome. Absolutely. All right, we'll get, don't be late for your webinar. Yeah, I need to prep a little bit. Uh, you know, this one is meticulously unproduced. The other one, while not produced, but I need to be much more prepared. So anyway. Prepared, but not but, uh, Good, Good seeing you. So we're both at Health Beacon offices around the love world. It. That's, I love it. Uh, that's what I love about this. And uh, over <laughs> and out, man. Next, another yep. Wednesday. Say hi to the staff for me. <laughs> we'll, See we'll do. We'll do. All right, mate. Cheers. Cheers.